can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Do you need an amazing waterproofing product? Look no more. BaseCrete is the number one cementitious 100% waterproofing membrane with a proprietary blend of polymers and specialized content. An easy to use all-in-one waterproofing membrane and bond coat that provides exceptional strength and unparalleled adhesion, yet remains flexible to absorb movement in the underlining concrete structure. With its range of application, BaseCrete is the ideal solution to protect or repair any concrete structure for use in swimming pools, roofs, terraces, foundations, cellars, deck, etc. It adheres directly to the substrate. No primer, no bond coat. How easy is that? Hey, peeps. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Heather on Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. My voice is still rasp. Get over it. You'll hear it on a few episodes. So on this episode, I want to talk about how to deal with very good working relationships with your client and how to fire them for the ones that you don't want to deal with anymore, right? So there was a question asked to me like, hey, I usually have very good working relationship with my clients, but unfortunately, I've come to end with one that I no longer wish to deal with. Instead of just blocking or ignoring, I'd like to keep a professional and send them an email letting them know that I no longer will be able to service their pool. How do I handle this? What do you suggest? Very good. And props to you like for taking the initiative to fire a client. So many people in our industry think that it's a one-way street. Like, we can only get fired. Fuck no, it's not. You can fire a client quicker than anybody. It doesn't matter. I can't stress this enough. Clients hire you, but you also interview the clients. It is not always a good fit, and that is okay. And sometimes you don't know it until you start to work because people change over time. I will give you an example. Myself. If you hire, if I hire you as a company, I'm firm and I'm straight up front out of the gate. Like that's just me. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm, I'm, I'm a bitch most of the time, but I'm also level-headed and I understand. And at the same time, if I hire you and I have expectations set like way up here and you're way down here, I'm going to have a conversation with you. Hey, when I hired you, I set expectations up here and you're well below where the hell I expect you to be. What's going on? I'm going to give you an opportunity to rectify the situation. If you don't rectify the situation, I'm going to come across like a total bitch and I'm going to like blow you up, fire you, blah, 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 right? Because we have that expectation. Clients are the same way. And sometimes when they start having that, and if it's your fault because them being a Karen, then shame on you. You need to rectify the situation. But if they're being a Karen for no fucking reason, then that's a whole different story because that 
I mean, when, when you have people that just start doing it, you're going to lose business because everybody talks more about the bad than they do the good, right? All of our clients, for the, for the most part, I think I have a good mixture. My clients talk very highly of all of my people, but they also talk bad when we fuck up. But when we fuck up, we fix it. But still, I don't like doing that. But I have fired plenty of people. So my advice is if you can't find a common ground and you just don't mix well, I guess, so to say, like personalities are very bad. Very simple just to say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Homeowner, I really appreciate taking the time to find me and hire me. However, I have decided not to, to service your pool anymore, right? Very simple. You don't need an explanation. I mean, you're not, you don't need to describe why you chose not to service their pool. But before you send that letter out, make sure they don't owe you money because 98% of the time, once you send that letter out, they're not going to pay you whatever they owe you. Keep that in mind because that's a huge chunk. And if they do owe you money and that's why you're firing them, then that's a different discussion. That's where you need to get them with theft of services or liens, depending on what the cost is. Most of the time, I'll just go and file theft of service. Like I don't, I don't have time for court. I don't have time to deal with the lien process because that takes so much time to deal with. So I'll just go to the court and file theft of service because that is a legit misdemeanor to a felony charge. And when they get that on their background over not paying a bill, trust me, you're going to get a phone call. Um, so with that being said, no explanation is needed. Just Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, I've just decided not, you know, not to continue service. If you feel the need to explain yourself, stop because there's there's no need. Oversharing sometimes is too much. I am very bad about that. <laughs> I will tell you, like if I screw up, hubby's had to stop me several times. Heather, shut the fuck up and let's just fix it. Stop explaining how you fucked up and just fix it, right? So, like one of the remodels, I what did I do? So, well, I know what I did, but okay. We plastered the wrong fucking color. <laughs> Hands down, I'm not going to lie. So what happened was I got the two clients' names mixed because they were very close. Like one was Robin and one was Robin's son. So with, with that being said, my contracts, I wasn't paying attention and I, and I swapped the two. Obviously, the homeowner didn't, t they couldn't tell. Like they had no idea because the two plashers were only like a shade difference between. But me being the person I am, I go to the homeowner and I'm like, hey, Mr. Homeowner, I fucked up and I shot the wrong color and the wrong size pebble. I got you, client, mixed up with a certain, and I did this to both of them. And they were like, Really? I didn't even I didn't even tell, you know? And I didn't notice it till after the acid wash because I didn't pay attention to the the dye lot like I normally do. I lesson learned after that I started taking photos of the dye lot and double checking the contract. <laughs> and I need it for warranty anyways, but that's how I learned that lesson. So uh, the clients, thankfully, they both loved the colors, so I, I knocked money off both of them for my fuck-ups, but they were both happy in the long run. 
And after this process, then they started becoming total assholes. But I had my ass covered because I had them sign off on a change order. Always cover your ass. Stating like, hey, plaster was shot incorrectly. This was the color. This was the pebble. Blah, blah, blah. And we were doing the pool afterwards as well. So after time, they decided that they didn't like the color. They're like, well, we want you to go back and fix it. Well, Mr. So-and-so, you signed this change order stating that you wanted to keep it. I offered to change it during plaster. And now we're done, right? Well, they were like, why can't you change it now? I've changed my mind. Well, sorry. It's not the way it, it works. I gave you the opportunity, yada, yada. And I stood my ground. I mean, some of y'all may not agree with that. but. I gave them the opportunity because I've already moved on. Um, and the other one decided to keep it as well. So that was fine because I've already given them a discount. Like I gave them a hefty discount. It wasn't like a $500 discount. I think I knocked like $1,500 to $2,000 off um, to do my fuck up. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, if we do this, you're going to have to pay. Well, they didn't want to pay. So I'm like, well, you got to give me my $2,000 back that I discounted to cover the plaster. You know what I mean? They're like, well, that's just my headache coverage, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it's not how it works. So I just had my office write them a letter stating that, hey, you know, we just decided not to service your pool anymore. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Done. No issues. Like, we didn't hear from them again. Well, they emailed back. We're like, why? That's just bullshit. Da, da, da. But outside of that, we didn't really hear from them at all. But sometimes less is more because it, it leads into, like I just explained with the story, it leads into issues. Had I not said anything, the homeowner would have never fucking known, you know, but that's not right. So I always explain, you know, what's going on and why and how we're going to fix the situation. So hopefully that helps you. And <coughs> <coughs> sorry, hopefully that helps you. And just understand that don't take no for an answer and just be done. Be done. All right, we'll have a wonderful weekend or day or week, whatever time you're listening to this. All right, bye guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People, for the Pool People, by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 